0: we <laughs>
1: Back to the Bama online podcast. This one, a breaking news edition of the Bama online podcast. Travis Ryer, senior analyst for BOL, joined by site publisher, Tim Watson. Typically, when we do these sort of pods, it's great news for the Alabama Crimson Tide. No different this time around as Tim Watts, the Crimson Tide, when you talk about big pieces to recruiting puzzles, right? Typically starts with the quarterback position, and it looks like Alabama has done just that with its most recent commitment from a big-time four-star quarterback prospect from the state of Louisiana.
0: Yeah, Eli Holstein, Holstein, he's a guy, and you know, the quarterback position alone, it's the most visible, everyone talks about it the most, Um, you try to get that guy done by the summer, doesn't always work out that way, but oftentimes you want to see those dominoes falling, and uh, while most... Most, you know, leading up until the last month or so, most people were talking about Arch Manning, Um, obviously the Manning name. A lot of people have him ranked number one in the country. Uh, But Alabama staff's different with Eli. I mean, they focused on him early on. I think we reported probably six weeks ago, maybe longer, that he was a take um they weren't going to sit and wait on any other quarterback that this guy was as good as anybody on their board now some people want to debate whether where, where guys are ranked to me if they have a committable offer they're ranked at the top of the board I mean you can commit when you want to and that was certainly the case with Eli who I'm a huge fan of big kid big arm can pull it down and can run it I mean he absolutely destroyed the spark ranking you know they do that up at the uh Elite 11 quarterback stuff. He absolutely destroyed, set the all-time high for uh, the Spark ranking with a 133, over 133, you know. And if you want to compare that, guys like Tua got, you know, less than 100, Jalen got less than 100, Trevor Lawrence got 90. Uh, you know, if you want to think more of athletes, you know, you think of athletes, Lamar Jackson got an 83, Jalen Hurts an 82, Marcus Mariota 101, and this kid comes in at a 133, Wow. Two for 220 pounds, 4'6", 38-plus inch vertical jump, 4.19 shuttle. And if you watch him on film, you see that. You see this as a guy. He's a You know, he's a guy that can flick, uh, flick his wrist and throw it 35, 40 yards. Big arm, big body. But when he pulls it down, he's running. I mean, he is moving. He's a big old guy, sort of, you know, I don't want to compare him to Josh Allen, but physically running down the field, he's that kind of size guy And he's moving. So, I mean, you you can see guys getting out of his way.
1: Yeah, you watch him on tape, Holstein, and the ball comes out with plus velocity. No doubt about that. His mechanics appear efficient enough with the potential to become even tighter in time. He's not like a Bryce Young or maybe even a Ty Simpson in how he extends plays. But you're right. This is a strong and confident dude when you watch him in action because he'll step up into the pocket Maintain that vision on developing routes and adjustments that are being made by his receivers. And then he'll deliver the ball accurately while on the move. So it sort of belies his size at 6'4", 220. I know people will be quick to say, "Ah, this is a pocket guy. But, you know, he rushed for over 500 yards last season and 14 touchdowns. So uh, the passing numbers were there. And also, Tim, this is a winner. 15-0 15-0 as a starter last year, Class 5 state championship for Zachary. So, intangibly, he must check all the boxes to have, as you pointed out, a committable offer, which tells you where he sits on the Alabama board.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anything about it. You know, he's committed to Texas A&M early on. Did that, And that's an interesting storyline with everything that's been happening the last two or three weeks and all the discussion of the NIL. I committed uh, to the Aggies. Um, I guess he felt he committed a little bit too early. had offers from across the country. I mean, smart kid, too. Stanford was one of his finalists. You and I both know how hard it is to get into Stanford. That's no joke. (laughs) Uh, so, so <laughs> you know, we didn't clear.
1: have to worry about Stanford either of us well, Stanford, you know. right they
0: told us we had no prayer and here's why and they broke us down <laughs> <told> us. <laughs> they, they, they sent us to Woodshop they, made they started talking we,
1: about Stanford
0: they yeah. made it clear we were no Eli so <laughs> it's a guy you know that kind of you know that kind of smarts on him and you're right you know another thing if you watch you know a lot of times when you see a high school prospect and you know a lot of these top quarterbacks are in really good systems you don't see them really going through their progressions if you watch Eli this is a guy. That's going through progressions. You can see him checking mm-hmm. around, seeing where he's supposed to be, checking out his options, and to pull it down and run usually seems to be a last option. I mean, they got some set runs for him, but I have no doubt if this is a you know if this is a coach that wanted this kid to get a thousand yards rushing. It wouldn't be much to it.
1: Yeah, there are. You watch the tape. There are definitely design runs for him in that offense at Zachary. So it's not like he can't carry out aspects of. The offense, which translates to Alabama's when you watch it on tape in terms of, you know, keeping it on the zone read, um, you know, some design power type runs. I'm not going to say he's Tim Tebow, but you watch some of his tape at the high school level, at least. And a couple of things stand out. He's athletic and he's not he's not shy. He's not bashful about taking people on. Now that's high school. We understand that. But uh yeah, a guy who really looks to fit the bill in every aspect of quarterback play in Eli Holstein. Now Pete Golding, we know, works the state of Louisiana especially well for Alabama these days. Uh Bill O'Brien and the role of quarterback's coach and and also the offensive coordinator. What type of collab was this, Tim? And in trying to make this happen with Eli Holstein?
0: You know, I think with any time you got Pete involved, Pete's such a people person, you know. Everyone you talk to likes Pete, that, you know, he hangs out. He can, you know, he can, you know, he can get dressed up in his tuxedo and fit in, or he can kick his shoes off or slap on some flip-flops and fit in in any group. He's just that social kind of guy that you see with the best recruiters. Bill O'Brien, I mean, obviously he's very hands-on with every quarterback, Um, You know, he was out that way with Ty Simpson. Definitely, you know, I think that Alabama staff does a good job that when it gets to uh, the semantics, the technical side of the quarterback position, Pete's not over there (laughs) trying to break it down. That That goes to Bill O'Brien. But I think Pete's the the social guy, you know, had a big year last year in Louisiana, did a good job, and uh, obviously paved the way here. And, hey, Pete's did a terrific job with uh, Arch Manning and two Mm -hmm. keeping Alabama in that one. So, you know, obviously everybody knows Pete's a, Pete's a terrific recruiter. But the storyline here, you know, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot going on too in the state of Louisiana. You had Max Johnson, not Max Johnson. You had the I can't remember the kid's name to sign with LSU. That was a five star. You had Arch Manning this year. You have obviously Eli um this year. So some big quarterbacks coming out of Louisiana right now. So a lot of, a lot of, a uh, lot of activity there for college quarterbacks. And you're seeing those dominoes begin to fall. You know, you've got a, you know, you got the top, you know, you got kids committed to, you know, the big deal. Uh, Chris Visano, who was at Briarwood committed to Clemson. Did you see Robins discussing last week how similar that was? to chris smelly do you remember that whole yes yeah smelly going to south carolina everybody's saying you're not getting arch they need to get chris well you're not i mean you're not getting tebow you need to get chris well now i'm sorry you're not getting arch you're getting chris and then before with tebow it was you're not getting tebow you might as well take another chris chris smelly so but alabama snuck in and got McElroy that time this time i think eli was their guy and you know I don't think, you know, and I've seen a lot of discussion. Alabama has never Nick Saban has never cared where they're from or what they look like. He's not about to start now. There's no there's no home state discount, you know. I mean, they're going to yeah. get they feel is the best player and to me, Eli is in the discussion for number 1 quarterback in the nation. I don't care what other people rank him. I don't I don't I don't I don't know what they see. I don't know the work they put in. Uh, when they're watching these guys, um, but I do question it sometimes, but I think he's up there in the discussion for the number one quarterback in the country. Uh, the kid going to Tennessee, uh, Nicholas, what's his name? He's am Aleva. Yeah. I, I have to throw the alley for the Hawaii names or the, um, he's up there in that discussion. The kid going to USC Malachi Nelson, he's in that discussion. I think Eli's in that discussion as well as Arch Manning.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned Arch Manning, and the timing of this with Holstein is very interesting because, as we know, Arch Manning just recently set some official visits with Alabama. Among those, along with Georgia and also the University of Texas, Arch has set a visit to Alabama for June 10th. Not only that, Dylan Lonergan, a quarterback from Brookwood High School in Snellville, Georgia, apparently has a visit set to Alabama June 3rd South Carolina very much in that mix we mentioned Stanford with Eli Holstein also in the mix with Lonergan so what do you see is this done with Eli Holstein where the quarterback position is concerned Tim uh, is there a possibility we could somehow still see Arch Manning follow through with his official visit Lonergan is this a two quarterback class it feels like there's still some stuff to sort out here
0: yeah, I mean I think it could be a two quarterback class. You know, I mean obviously you'd want, you know, Alabama and want I you know, add a add a guy like Arch to go with, you know, with Eli, which is, you know, very, very I don't know if I've seen that since back when uh what is it? Brandon Stewart and Peyton Manning signed together with Tennessee. I feel like yep, guys, they did. You're they right. Super ranked <clears throat> they were both ranked super high. It's just really hard to do that. Um also the Lonigan guy might be hard to pull. I think they'll look for that that other quarterback. But I think this is just obvious that you better, you know, there's one spot for the most part with a quarterback in each class. Now some classes will have two quarterbacks, but there's going to be one spot and you need to get it. If you want it, Eli's been turning to Alabama in my opinion for a while. I mean, you've seen him take visits. He's also coming in for another visit. He's aware of Arch. arts, aware of him and all that kind of stuff. But, um, uh, I think this is just a chance to lock up his spot, make sure he's got it. As far as the second quarterback, you know, to me, it's going to be one. It's going to depend depend on the situation. You know, the you know you you got to balance that quarterback position is so you got to balance, it. you got obviously got Bryce on campus, you got Milrow on campus, Tyler Simpson, then you would have Eli committed. So you got to balance a lot of things there, but you don't want to run off anybody or make them think they're not appreciated. And uh, you know, we know ego is heavily involved with the quarterback. They got to be a very confident, very, very uh, uh, almost cocky group, you know, to be any kind of quarterback at that level. So I think they could possibly look for a second quarterback depending on what happens with the other guys. But I think getting their main guy, their number one guy, was was the priority, which they've done here.
1: Yeah, you took me back there with Brandon Stewart, Peyton Manning, man, back around
0: 94,
1: man. I think Stewart actually saw the field. Before Peyton,
0: yeah, and uh,
1: I think they both played against Alabama and Knoxville they
0: both that are year. Great All-Americans, top five or two. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, soon. you're right. They yeah. were both highly sought after. Stewart, as I recall, a Texas a Texan coming out of the state of Texas, and
0: I think he went to the Aggies afterwards, right?
1: I think you're right. Yeah. I think he went back home. So
0: and that was in that age where you can't, they couldn't even see each other, so you could have been telling. You know they didn't communicate like they did that. <laughs> you tell these kids, you know, you might have told Brandon Stewart, "No, nah, Peyton's a, you know, Peyton's a wide receiver." You might have been telling, you know, Peyton Brandon's a defensive back. <laughs> now they can just now they can just slide into each other's DMs and it's game over.
1: So oh yeah, they cross paths quite a bit they these days, especially with the camps right, and seven on seven.
0: Everybody would like to add a second quarterback, probably. And it it he, takes a diff, It takes
1: a special kind of guy, like a Mac Jones.
0: It takes a Mac Jones, a guy who's yeah. call me and say, "Why am I worried? They should be worried." Yeah, like I,
1: all righty. <laughs>
0: that should have told us
1: at the time all we needed to know about Mac Jones it, And he was totally it, fine with coming in with Tua.
0: It told me everything, and Jalen wasn't worried yeah. about. Thought they no. be worried, and then went on Instagram when you would see he was in every one of those wide receiver stories. Yeah. About, I knew he was a – we talked about this so a lot. We knew he was a very popular, popular guy. The guys like him. But obviously, huge hit for Alabama. Off to a little bit, you know, I think some people want to say it's a slow start. I think Alabama fans have, like, a certain amnesia that goes together. Like, I think they forget <clears throat> that how important the June camps are because there's a lot of griping that it's been a slow class. But the June camps are always and have always been – The most important thing, remember the wide receiver board last year, the perceived Mm -hmm. wide receiver board going into June, burst the wide receiver board. I mean, they had guys that were, you know, five star and everybody else. Kobe Prentice wasn't even on on the radar and Alabama fans were focused on guys they perceived as five stars because the industry ranked them there. But the Alabama staff didn't. So so a lot's going to change with this, you know. This, this coming up with these June camps.
1: June June's crazy, man, because you got the
0: camps, but now you got official visitors
1: that we're going to certainly track for you Absolutely. at BamaOnline.com coming up in the in the next few weekends. So Eli Holstein, the big news, the four-star quarterback committing to Alabama, but, man, still a lot more to come here in the well, next little bit.
0: That's going to set that offense off. you know. It's going to set the offense recruiting off a little bit more. They've got their guy. I mean, when kids see – you know, Ty Simpson was that way. You know, people saw <clears> – <throat> some of the kids saw Ty Simpson. It made it a little bit easier for uh, uh, Isaiah Bonds. You know, not not that Alabama's a hard sell, you know, to begin with. But when they see their peers, guys in their class, they'll, the guys in this class will know Eli more than they will know Jalen Milrow. The guys in Jalen Milrow's class knew him more. Same for Ty Simpson. But when you're beginning to stack up these guys, so when you show a wide receiver what happens after Bryce, you're beginning to show them – what happens after Bryce, you know, and the future looks pretty good. There
1: looks really good with the decision by Eli Holstein to join the Crimson side as a part of the 2023 recruiting hall for Nick Saban. Hey, Tim, as always appreciate you taking the time. Look forward to again, a lot more coverage coming up on the recruiting front with June unfolding right before us. And, Always want to hang out with us at the roundtable there, the premium message board at BamaOnline.com. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, the Bama Online Podcast, we certainly hope you'll do that. Wherever you consume pods, you're going to find the Bama Online Podcast. If you'd leave us a rating and a review, we would appreciate that as well. Thanks again, Tim. You got it, brother. Tim Watts, Travis Ryer, thanking you for joining us right here on a breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Until next time.